Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us if you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. I was recently having a drink with a buddy, and I know for a fact this guy, he doesn't like his job. It's been a theme in his life for years. And, and as we're talking, and I, I said, hey, man, when are you going to quit this job and go, go do something different? And he responded to me. He said, it's okay. It's not that bad. I've had worse. That's what he said to me. He said, it's okay. It's not that bad. I've had worse. Now, he goes on, we go on to talk about, you know, how much he really doesn't like his job. It, it kind of sucks for him. He doesn't despise it, but he really doesn't like it. He doesn't look forward to it. But he says he only has to do it for 12 more years. And in 12 more years, he'll move on. So that's that. I was meeting with a family last week about, and we were talking about some of the poor financial decisions and just the gross lack of intentionality and how they handle their money. And they responded to me with this. They said, you know, it's hard to change our behavior because we're doing okay. There's always enough to get by, and it just doesn't feel that urgent. Okay. I was also recently meeting with a prospective client, and they have about 50,000, 50,000 of debt. And it feels generally tight month to month. They're kind of living month to month, and it feels kind of tight. And I pressed them on this idea of maybe, maybe you want to get out of debt. And they said, it's not that much debt. We can handle the payments okay. And so do you notice a theme running through each of those three stories? There's one word that was brought up in all of them, okay. They said, it's okay. And I firmly believe this. I've believed this for many, many years, and I believe it more so now. It's been proven and affirmed over and over and over and just walking alongside of people. But I believe this. The people who are facing the most long-term risk, they're not the people that are hurting or that we look at them and we perceive them to be doing poorly or the people experiencing financial crisis at the moment or the people that really just despise their work. Those aren't the people that are under the most risk. Now, we look at them and we say, well, those are the people that need to be fixed. Those are the people that are broken, Travis. Those are the people that you need to help. You don't need to help me. You don't need to help the people that are doing okay. That's the problem. The people that are like, going through junk, the people that are, that are faced with something heavy, or in a tense situation, those people are going to face a reckoning. If they haven't already, they're going to. And when they do, decisions need to be made. And so the people that have a, a, an inflection point in their life, a job loss, um, a creditor is calling, and, and there's this debt that needs to be paid off, or you fill in the blank. You know the stories. You see them all the time in your life and in the news. Those people... Those people are going to have to make a decision because life is going to hit them head on. 
And so the people, uh, my argument is the people that are doing okay, they're in a very dangerous place because they aren't forced to actually make a decision. There may not be that point of reckoning because when we're okay, we're, we're okay. There's nothing to freak out about. We're okay. And I always say not making a decision is still making a decision. And so there's, there's a theme that runs through, I find, the people that are doing okay. And they look at their situation and they'll say, well, it could be worse. It could be worse. And then they can compare that their current situation with a crappier outcome. They can look at themselves and say, well, at least I'm not like my neighbor Joe here, or at least I'm not like I used to be. I used to be poor, or I used to be in this really bad spot, and now I'm not. I'm okay. And now, I, I, I think we also want to recognize we are blessed. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be grateful. We should be grateful. We should be super grateful for, for who we are and where we're at. We need to be grateful for what we have and not dwell on what we don't have. I totally agree with that. But do we really want to measure our life on how worse it could be versus where we're at now? I just, I just feel like we're missing something. I think we deserve better. I think we deserve better than saying it could be worse. I think we deserve better than waking up every day and saying, mm, we're okay. We're okay. We're all right. It's not that bad. It's not too bad. Those are the things that I look at and I cringe because long term, I ask myself, what is that going to look like? And so I think instead we should ask ourselves, how much better can it be? Like my friend I was having drinks with, this dude has some really amazing gifts and, and passions, and I think he could go find a different job. I think he could find a different job and, be, and, and move next week. I think he could start a new job next week and do something that he probably really loves for a company that he probably cares about, or at least doesn't have the feelings he has about his current company, and he might even be able to make more money. But it's okay. It's not that bad. And so he's going to continue. He's going to continue not enjoying his life day to day. He's going to wake up every day and he's going to somewhat dread what he's about to do. I know this because he told me he was going to. And I'm going to send him this podcast episode. And he gave me permission to mention this. So I hope he, I hope he makes a different choice. He doesn't have to. And he's not bad if he doesn't. But I think he deserves better. Or the family that they get along okay and they pay the bills and they always have enough, but they don't have intentionality. It seems to money, money in and money out. And I believe that we deserve better than that, that intentionality for in our spending and our saving and our giving and, and being able to, to, to give generously and to save for our future wants and needs and to be able to spend on things that add value to our life and do so in a way that doesn't cause guilt or second guessing or remorse or resentment. We deserve better. Or the family that's in debt that they're like, nah, we're okay. The payments aren't that much. We can make them okay. I feel like they deserve better. I think they deserve better than just 
working really, really hard all week and then paying their debt and then not having anything left. And then working really hard, paying the debt, not having anything left. I believe this family deserves better. I believe that they, they deserve more margin in their life than they have. And I don't say all this from a point of, of criticism or, or, or really just being judgmental. I really say it from a place of, I've been there before. I've, I've shared this story before about how my life changed drastically when, when I hit a point of reckoning when I was 27 and I had a ton of debt, I had an amazing career, and I wasn't making wise choices, but I had a good job and I, I think I was, I was, I thought I was doing okay. And, and my company shut down, everyone got fired, and I had a really tough choice to make. And, and part of the, the decision-making process for me was, well, I have a whole bunch of debt that needs to get paid, and so I'm going to be forced to go make this choice over here. I, and that was the most humiliating day of my life. But I look back today. I'm 40. That was 13 years ago. I look back. I am so grateful that I was faced with that point of reckoning, that moment of reckoning where I had to make a choice because had I not, I probably would have continued to be okay for years or decades to come. And I can tell you where I'm, where I'm at now is so beautiful. It's so great where my wife and I are at in our lives, in our finances, in our marriage. And I know for a fact we wouldn't be where we're at now had we not had that point of reckoning back when we were 27. And so I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful it happened at 27 and not 47. I'm grateful that it happened early because it gave me a chance to get this stuff right. It gave me a chance and it gave me the time to do it the right way for a long time so that now we're okay. So the biggest risk I see with the people that are floating around okay is that they, they, may, they may never get their reckoning, or worse, they may get their reckoning in a very profound and painful way at a much later point in life. And there's people in my life that I've watched them now for decades, literally decades, and I know, where, I know how this story is going to go. I don't know the specifics, but I kind of know where this is heading. And I see the train coming, and I've seen the train coming for years and years and years. But they don't because they're in OKville. And I'm scared for them. And, and actually, it's heartbreaking for me. And, and I carry that at a very deep level with some people in my life and, and people that do not want my opinions. They don't want my my insights or my guidance. And I'm okay that they don't want my, my insight. I, I don't care about that. I used to, but I don't, I don't care about that. It's not about me, and I don't want to make it about me. But I do love them, and I care for how their life is going to go. And for some of these people that are living in this land of okay, that point of reckoning is going to hit, and it's going to hit in a very, very destructive way at some point in time in the future. And I'm scared that they're not going to have time to rebuild it after that happens. That is my fear for them. And so really, maybe that's the takeaway today 
on, on this episode is, is really looking at your own life and assessing, are you living in okay in your career, in your business, in your marriage, in your, in your debt, in the intentionality of spending, saving, giving? Is there an area of your life that you, you know you've just kind of been eh, just floating by, kind of, you know, making it work, but it's not great? And do you say to yourself, this is the key, do you say to yourself, it could be worse? Are there areas of your life where you can say to yourself, it's okay, it could be worse? And if there are, that may be something that you really take a look at head on and say, I deserve better than this. I deserve better than okay. Because it's, it's never too late to make a change. And the earlier we can make these changes, the better for us. Especially for the young people, we have a lot, of, a lot of people under the age of 30 that listen to this podcast. If you're under the age of 30 and you can give yourself that rec- point of reckoning and don't have it thrust upon you like I did, and I'm, again, I had mine at 27, I'm so glad I did now. But if you can face it now, get this stuff right, handle, handle our debts so that we, we're free from that. Do, do our money intentionally so that we have savings and we're planning for the future things, the things that matter to us. And to wake up every day and have a job that we don't, eh, that we're not eh, okay with or that we don't despise. We can have that. And I hope you do. I hope you already do. And if you don't, I hope you find it. Because I, I really believe it's out there. And I truly believe that you deserve that. That's all I have for today. If you'd like to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel, which we're now putting full HD video of our, of our podcast on there as well. You can find us there. And then, of course, you can find Meaning Over Money, which is our financial course for young adults, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.com money. And if you decide to buy one of our courses, don't pay full price. As our way of saying thank you, you can get 25% off by using the promo code podcast25, podcast25. And uh, if that's not for you, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here. And we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 